Welcome to the Lovely Craftian Season 3 finale, friends. This has been one hell of a ride, hasn't it? The fun certainly doesn't stop here, either. You see, I've been keeping secrets from you, sweet listener. Well, more than normal, anyway. But the time has come, and I can finally announce that the Lovely Craftians are proud members of the newly minted Penwich Studio Network. Founded by Celeste Conowich and Lisa Penrose, Penwich Studio is an independent podcast network seeking to entertain and celebrate geek culture while creating spaces for new, diverse voices in the podcasting world. We are beyond excited to bolster the network ranks alongside Behold Her podcast, Fake Geek Girls, and The Venture Maidens. Whether you're looking for TTRPG interviews and discussions, pop culture critique, or D&D actual plays, Penwich Studio has a little something for everyone. You can find out more at penwichstudio.com or on Twitter at at penwichstudio, all one word. You may have noticed that our last couple of episodes have been particularly guest star studded. Our finale is no exception. Joining us today are Lucas Duff and Lynn Meyer. Lucas comes to us from Ballad of the Seven Dice, but he's also famed as a doctor work extraordinaire and all-around genuinely wonderful person. His new project, Rise of Nyarlathotep, kicks off today over on twitch.tv slash Ballad of the Seven Dice, so definitely stop by, give them a follow, and enjoy the show. We honestly can't say enough about Lynn. She's been one of our supporters since we started the podcast, and she's always been a font of kindness, compassion, and joy, even when times are tough. A three-time Emmy-nominated writer, she's no stranger to TTRPGs, but we're delighted to welcome her on the player side of the table. You can find her work in Uncaged Anthology and Book of Seasons, and so much more. Check her out on Twitter at Lynn underscore M underscore Meyer, or at her website, conversationsatthecrossroads.com. Please be advised that this episode features scenes that may be difficult for anyone who suffers from claustrophobia or thalassophobia. We will include a warning for you before these scenes start as well. Otherwise, this episode is rated for mature audiences for the usual. Swears, adult situations, and potential sci-fi fantasy violence. Buckle up, folks. It's about to get weird. Esther. Hi. You are waking up in Casey's apartment. It is mid-morning. She is long gone. You've woken up alone. Astral Odyssey is still running in the background, but it's not like an episode is going. It's more like the menu on the front of the DVD is just running in an endless loop. Huh. Well, uh, we're gonna just turn that off real quick. (laughs) All right, we're not gonna play that anymore. She's gonna slap the DVD player (laughs) till it turns off. Okay, well, I hope that creepy cat isn't here. Ooh, um, roll a spot hidden, let's find out. Bam. <laughs> well, okay, where are you currently in her apartment? Um, I imagine probably on her couch in her living room. It takes you a really long time for you to notice, and by the time you do, it's like you turn around and... Jupiter's face is right there. She's leaning over on a shelf on the bookcase about eye level with you that's right next to you. And her whisker just brushes the edge of your cheek. Oh my gosh, no. No, you are there and I am here and we are existing together. 
I don't know what that means. But as long as that's an agreement, we're good. <laughs> she does like the finger to the eyes to the cat type thing, double fingers. And like, you know, we're cool, man. Ain't nothing's happened yet, but you know, just, just in case. You and me. Uh, then she's gonna go in the fridge and look for some sort of breakfast because okay, she's well. a food thief. <laughs> you guys also ordered one of everything from a Thai oh, restaurant right. last night. Oh my gosh! So. Oh, you have literally everything you could ever want. So she's gonna kind of like load up a plate and like you know just like hunched over like a like a like a little like a like a like a stray dog over her plate. <laughs> and uh, as she's like also like full mouth, like just like looking at her phone and scrolling through stuff to like check to see if she's missed anything, like any updates or, you know, if there's any sort of messages she's received. Um, It's pretty quiet. Casey left you a note on the fridge telling you that she went to work. I'm glad she left me a note at least. She could have tucked me in, maybe <laughs> given me a little kiss on the forehead, but that's fine. That's fine. We only live together uh, right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been rent. home. <laughs> so I think once she kind of. Uh, <laughs> finishes that food, plate of food. She's gonna like yank on uh, her clothes that she wore yesterday and try and figure out a plan of action in a sense. Do you need a reminder of what you guys had found right at the end of the last session? So. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, it wasn't a trap. I wasn't trying I to was trick like, you. I thought I remembered, but I don't. Um, So you guys had been uh, with George all weekend, and he, after you guys had kind of refreshed things, and after that note that you found, the awakening note, yes, um, he said that an intern in cryptids named Nelvin might be able to help you. And when you read the note, it kind of jostled your memory about talking to Philomena about sirens as well. Yes, that's right. Um, okay, so sirens, hot ocean babes. <laughs> um, first, what are they? How do I find them? How do I get their number? How do we make this happen? Okay, <laughs> so I am going to. Did I had I like contacted the? I can't remember if I like emailed the society before or did we? I think we just showed up. Yeah, you guys had sent an email after you read an article that Philomena wrote, pretty loudly condemning the Judge Foundation because, like, what are they actually doing? That's right, and why yeah. are they so secretive about it? Uh, As is sort of the internet trend. So you emailed and then they were like, yeah, just show up. It was cool. And then you guys just showed up. Because we love talking shit. Um, <laughs> and only as good us in trouble. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and like find that previous email. And I'm just going to like shoot another one. And I'm not going to really 
ask. I'm just going to like politely be like, hey, hey, girl, um, totally have more questions about our gab session we had before. Uh, gonna stop by soon. Um, would love to chit chat about fish women and then she does like a bunch of like their mermaid emojis um and then like a fish at the end um and hearts um because she Mm -hmm. loves that uh and uh thanks esther and then she's gonna send it all right philomena you're just in your office it's kind of a typical morning for you you get this email it's more of a warning oh that this is gonna (laughs) happen (laughs) I think I will go and start preparing my notes. Awesome. Just, you know, take da- take down the appropriate books, open up the, the mega board of the conspiracy theory, <laughs> uh, just have it at the ready. Awesome. How are you getting there, Esther? Um, I was going to get a ride. Um, actually, you know what? Let's just take the train. You know, live in a beautiful city. Got that CTA. Let's do it. as well use it. Yeah. Mm. All right. You don't even have to spend much of anything to get there, so it doesn't affect your credit score. Heck yeah. All right. Uh, it gets there. No delays today. Well, let's uh, let's not say there's no delays yet. <laughs> no, there's no delays. You're fine. Cool, cool. You get there at pretty good time. It's about somewhere between 10 30 and 11 when you get to the historical society you make your way down into the basement as before and philomena is evidently ready for you the board is in full display oh my gosh philomena you just like okay go off hon (laughs) you said you had questions and i'm eager so uh well you know i'm eager to call me an eager beaver let's uh i like you know i found a you know i've just i've been hearing a lot about these sirens you know like you know how like uh they've got that uh theory of like uh the secret where you send like the universe sends stuff to you and things like that sirens keep popping up for me i feel like i need to know more they keep popping up for you you know like like, uh, you know, you're watching TV and like an infomercial comes up and it's like, have you thought about sirens? And it's like, wow, that's weird. I was just thinking about sirens. Like that kind of thing. All right. Roll a fast talk on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm fast talking and I don't even realize it. <laughs> um, there it is. It's a, oh, it's a pretty <laughs> specific <laughs> lie. <laughs> You know, I think Philomena just cocks a little eyebrow curiously hearing that. Tell me more. How else have (laughs) these sirens popped up for you? Okay, okay. Um, you know, just maybe did some illegal searching, found a secret note that was like, can't hear the awakening sirens question mark you know like i feel like there's just all these like big road signs on that highway of life saying sirens you know (sighs) did you say secret note uh did i yes (laughs) do you have it i would love to see the secret note i do but again it's a secret oh i won't tell anybody i promise okay cool 
you and me, yep. Emily, um, ride or die. Okay, cool. Um, so I think I can actually drag a picture of it over. I just yeah. find it. I think it's in the uh, evidence. It's the awakening note. Yeah, I'm gonna drag it directly on this okay. map too. Look at that fancy note. Okay. Yeah, it's super fancy. <laughs> we roll fancy here. Can't hear the awakening. Sirens? Um, where did you find this? Um, in Rockford, Illinois. I've seen a lot of things in Rockford, but sirens, I wouldn't expect. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, landlocked. Okay. So, hmm, what does this tell Phil? That's the question. Um, go ahead and roll. What do I want you to roll? That's a great question. Let me look at your character sheet and we'll find out. Give you something good to roll. <laughs> um, would you like to roll an intelligence to get kind of a general thing, like an intuition kind of idea, or would you like to roll a cult? Ooh. Let's say a cult. All right. All right. Let's cross the let's fingers. Oh, dang. At least someone's rolling good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it always goes around. Somebody has to be rolling terribly one night. Yeah. All right. So the awakening to you sounds, it reminds you obviously of like a summoning of some sort, but it sounds sort of ritualistic and sound actually plays a pretty large part in rituals like that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Um, all right. Well, what what have you learned about sirens in the first place? What do you know? Um, I mean, just generally, I know they're like super hot ocean babes that like <laughs> lure uh, sea dudes, sea bros to their death, which is like cool, good for her as they should be. Um, and, uh, that's, that's kind of it. We think we, I think I might have maybe seen one. Maybe it's big. Maybe they're small. I don't know. I like women of all sizes, so. <laughs> well, the question is, how do they lure these men to their deaths? They do it with their voice. They do it with their song. They're, they're incredibly alluring. So when we're talking about a siren, the audio component is key. It's critical. And I look at this note and I see the awakening and I don't know for sure, but this suggests to me some kind of a ritual, a summoning. And I'm willing to bet that the siren's song is going to play a key part. Ooh. Like, there are, like they started a band and they're trying to... <laughs> Uh, uh, call, call something to the party? Something like that. Only, I don't know if it's the kind of party you would want to be at. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, ocean I mean, babes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, in my dreams, maybe, but... Action <laughs> 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 That's for me and me only. <laughs> um, but, uh, okay. So, I mean... Hypothetically, 
the place that I found this secret note in Rockford, Illinois, may have been in a uh in a like a space facility, like a like a giant telescope that looks at the sky, and I may or may not have stolen it from there. Oh. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um are sirens in space? I <laughs> Typically, no. Okay. Usually bodies of water. Okay. And also, uh, uh, one other thing that I may have hypothetically found when I was hypothetically in this space place, um, there was a certain symbol that we kind of saw, and it looked, it was like a little star shape. Are you familiar with this symbol? It kind of looks like it might be like an ancient society or something i don't know it's uh it's like a, i don't know if i could draw it for you um it's like a i think you guys took pictures of them with your phone anyway yes so you can i had a phone that's right okay well philomena leans forward and she studies this with great interest does she <laughs> recognize it hmm all right, the way you're rolling, honestly, you might be able to identify this with a Cthulhu Mythos check. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh boy. Oh, that's a critical failure. Um, Now I'm going to, because it's a Cthulhu Mythos roll and that's a critical failure, <laughs> oh, I'm no. going to do a quick D4 and we're just going to take that right off your sanity. Oh, there we go. I'm so sorry, Philly. <laughs> seeing this you're makes just... your eyeballs itchy. I'm sorry. And you don't like seeing this symbol makes your eyeballs itchy and you don't like looking at it. Oh yeah, I just just turn away and just is there is there something is, dust maybe from my tomes? I don't <laughs> mm. Oh. Oh, oh, um yeah, I don't know. I was like, wow, this could be a sick tattoo or something. It's cool, it's cool. You know, I didn't know what it was either. <laughs> Do you want to get a tattooed on you? No. You, <laughs> she was oh, just. Like, are you sure? I got really excited at that. No, no, no. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you know, she's just like kind of gabbing out of her ass. <laughs> I think Philomena's going to get up and try to, you know, clear her eye trouble a little bit. Now, I don't know if she would realize the cause and effect, but you know, she's definitely distracted taking care of her eye trouble for a minute. I'm still listening. I'm still listening. Just excuse me for a moment. No, no, no. It's it's okay. I mean, I'm 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 the one barging in here, uh, messing up your life. <laughs> That's what I'm really good at. Um and uh do you do you need something? Do you need like some water or mm. something? No. No, I think I'll be fine. I just it's strange that doesn't happen. And I'll sit back down. I've definitely been having a lot of uh, a lot of life like that. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, sirens popping up. You know, you never think you're gonna like <laughs> get into this stuff. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, mm. So, um, what else did you find? You said you were at a. Uh, facility a space facility yeah um hypothetically i was at this uh space facility of course um and uh there was an, another moment though 
Um, it was uh, before the hypothetical uh, space facility uh, where I hypothetically went to a place uh, called Camlin, and uh, they, uh, I may have wandered a weird uh, abandoned school, maybe, and there was this, like, poem thing that we read, and when we read it, it kind of, like, gave us a vision um, I have a picture of that poem uh, to show you. And, like, the vision was like, whoa, we're in the ocean maybe or something. Oh, okay. That's an interesting poem. Is this, like, part of that awakening? I don't know. Like, with it just kind of, like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it just kind of seems like it might be, like, tides denied. I don't know. Sounds like um, Is this something I need to roll for to see if I connect it? Or uh roll a history for me. Alright. Oh, I must still be really distracted by my eyes <laughs> bothering me. So you also have uh luck points that you can use on failed rolls. Um the lower that luck gets, the more unlucky you become. But you can use it to pass a roll. All right. Yeah, let's see. I think that might call for a luck uh, roll. That's only seven points. That's okay. Let's see. You don't even have to roll for it. I'll just take that from the Excellent. base score. Excellent. Um, so Season Splintered kind of comes up mm -hmm. um, in your mind. Mm-hmm. And the tides denied part because in 2018, 2019, there was a polar vortex that struck the mid-Atlantic and American Northeast that started at the end of October and extended well into winter. And this extreme cold disrupted a lot of weather patterns across the globe, which destabilized historical jet streams and ocean currents. And I will actually put that down okay. in chat so you can see that. Oh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. How much how much do you know about the history of well, the country um in terms of weird weird event. Um how, how new to this are you? I'm not sure. Um I'm like really good at like computer things. Uh, and like stuff like that like but I'm gonna be honest when it came to like history class I was not paying attention <laughs> fair enough okay so um, I'm looking at this and what I'm reminded of you have to go back a while, a while. Okay. Um, 2018 2019 uh, do you know what a do you know what a polar vortex is um I'm going to assume it's not like polar bears and like a tornado or anything. <laughs> I love that, though. <laughs> well, think, of, think of it as a major weather system, okay? We'll just keep okay. it at that. And this polar vortex hit the mid-Atlantic and the northeast. Okay. And it just went all the way from October into the winter. It was terrible. It was extreme. And it just disrupted the weather everywhere all across the globe it it just destabilized 
the jet streams as we had known them up until that point. And along with that, it destabilized the ocean currents. So the seasons splintered and tides denied could be talking about that event. Right. So it could be. It could be something like that yet to come again. I don't know. Mm. Well, the stars will shift and realign. It's kind of something we've already kind of seen. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious with the sirens could have to do with all this is there like any historical context of like sirens in history causing major events <laughs> i'm sorry the myth nerd in me is really geeking out right now just so you know <laughs> <laughs> um so in terms of the story would there be other than you know this this historic event what would philomena know of anything else in particular Let's roll. Let's roll a history on that one. All right. Let's hope this goes better. Oh yeah, that goes a lot better. Woof. So back in Jack's journals, um, just before his first wife Ambrosia got tangled up with the mob and whatever their business was that opened the Grand Portal in 1918. Um, she had been helping to investigate weirdness around the city, and she mentioned that some of that weirdness happened to be a siren in the city of Chicago that was luring men onto bridges so that the she could eat them. Uh, as a matter of fact, yeah, actually. And it goes right back to... And I, I think you see her go and look through... Th- journals and things to grab appropriate entries and to bring them to the desk. Um, My, what would I call her? Not great, great grandma um, was involved in investigating and and checking out all these weird things. Right. Okay. Um, And one of the things that was reported as happening was a siren here in Chicago that was luring that was luring men to their death. Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it's a hobby. Um, but but this, as you can imagine, was very unusual. This is not something that Chicago was typically known for. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that was something that she had reported. And of course, um, as things developed, that became a point of fascination and obsession for Jack. This, mm. this idea that sirens were, um, appearing or were here. Um, so yeah, there's, there's precedent. Interesting. Okay. So we have history here. And the tides denied because we had a polar bear tornado. (laughs) And, okay, so I I wonder what these, could it be like the sirens are doing this awakening? I don't know if they're doing it per se or they're a component of it. Oh, good point, good point. And it's like, what are they awakening, right? Right. Are they the first wave? Are they showing up and using their song to open a portal? Mm. 
Sirens. Wow. They just can do everything, huh? They're pretty powerful. I'm curious as to, like, when all your favorite shows have, like, crossovers, are they, like, crossovering with other thingies? Or is it just the sirens? Do you... I don't know. I just... I don't know where to start. Uh, is there anything else, like, from your great-grand... Great-great? Or is it great? Great-great. Great-great. Grandfathers, not your grand great-great-grandmothers, like, stories that kind of shed a light on a little bit more? Let's see. And uh, Philomena will just kind of wreck her brain and think about this um, and see if maybe new connections will pop up. I don't know. I... So you guys do still have that wax roll. I can hit play on uh, that if you want. Yes, yes. It has been a, a hot minute since we've actually listened to that, I think. So Philomena will go and grab that, get that set up, and say, let's give this another listen. Ooh. Case file 89637J, Special Investigator Jack Dubois. Date is November 17th, 1926. Please state your name for the record. Are we seriously doing this again? Date, your name for the record. Gaston Judge? Didn't you walk me through this deal with Edison? A little convenient that you scooped up his scientists right in time for that branch to be dissolved. Convenient is not having to rearrange your day for someone else's goose chase. The thing with Edison was just good business. But we know this ain't just business. But you... I do everything by the books. Permits, licenses, contracts, the works. Everything in good standing. I told you the first time around I was going legit, and I meant it. Now, we've been doing this dance for five years, and my feet are fucking tired. Why don't we cut the shit, and you ask me what you really want to ask? Well, you tore me out of a board meeting for this. Don't go clammy now. What fucking happened to her? Can't say for sure. Oh, fuck you, you goddamn bloody liar. I can't say for sure, special investigator, but we can find out. It was impossible. Five years ago, it was. But that was then, and a lot has changed. Ow. Oh. Science and resources have finally caught up with my wisdom. You've been a tenacious pain in my ass since before the portal. One who knows how to put their nose to the ground and find what they're looking for. Between the two of us, I'm pretty sure we can hunt her down. You really think I'd ever work with an incorrigible hound like you? Stubborn ass. Fine. Are you charging me or what? Guess we're done here then. Think on it, Jack. Now for serious, but it won't last forever. Hmm. Wow. I... I'm hesitant to say this because it sounds so strange, but in the wake of everything else that is happening, I suppose, Jack, Jack had a theory. Okay. That Ambrosia had started to become a siren. Whoa. It was just a theory. Obviously, there was no proof, no way to say for certain. 
So that's what they meant when they were like, I don't know, that guy cussed a lot. I was like, just listening to that. (laughs) Um, Just like, oh, we can find her. The thought was that she was still alive somewhere, somehow. But before she disappeared, that she was becoming one of them. People can become sirens? I was not aware that that was a thing, but he thought so. Man, where's that on career day? <laughs> <sighs> Interesting. And it's it sounds like this Gaston guy or whatever, he's like, he knows how to like get sirens? Like, who's got that hookup? I wish I knew what science he was talking about. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even have iPhones. They put this recording on, like, what? what? I don't even know what that is. A candle? (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly. But the best they could do at the time. So, I don't know. But if you're finding messages like this, this is... Worrisome, intriguing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how best to describe it. It's a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like that feeling of like, I don't know, where you think your guts are going to drop out. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Um. I mean, this is, this has been so helpful, uh, and thank you again for letting me just come in and bother the heck out of you. Oh, are you um, kidding? This is this. I love this. Well, I don't love it. It terrifies me, but it fascinates <laughs> me. This is well, this is a passion. Yeah, I mean, you, this you your passion is great, and you are great, and. I just, I, I don't know where else to go with this. I, you know, I don't know. Like half the time I feel like I'm working on two brain cells. You know what I mean? <laughs> what drew you to Rockford in the first place? Well, I have a friend that hypothetically um, may work uh, at this, you know, sort of uh, space place, uh, the space telescope place, and I may have hypothetically accidentally um, broken. And so we were there just to see if there was some information. And I, I had another friend that worked there as well, who I can't get in touch with anymore. And they seem to be missing, which is kind of how this all started. It's, it's a very long, complicated story. I lost a part of my ear. <laughs> and Philomena's eyes get a little wider at that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you, do you know if there's like, like a, I don't know, like a, like a, I mean, you're an expert, but like a, like maybe an expert on like uh, this sort of lore or anything or? Hmm. I don't know. Do I know anybody like that? <laughs> uh, you know that they would be locked, if anywhere, locked behind the foundation doors, the judge foundation doors. And Esther, you actually have a name. <gasps> That's right. What is it? You just look like you had an epiphany. Cool, cool, 
cool. Uh, so <laughs> I forgot. Um, you know, my brain's not super great. Like I said, two brain cells uh, most of the time. So I, I know a person named Nelvin Bland, and he's in cryptids at the foundation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. And if this like Gaston guy was like part of that, I'm sure they know about that technology and stuff. And part of that, he was that. <laughs> you know, that old guy. So, you have given me more than two brain cells. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's you. It's you, Philomena. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> um, and she's still rubbing at her eyes a little bit. Um, I'm glad I could be of service. Will you? Please keep me posted. Yeah. Um, uh, is it okay to just email you? Of course. Anytime. Cool. Um, don't mind my hundreds of emojis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, so if I find out anything else about, like, especially your great-great not-grandmother. Right. Um, I really need to figure out a better term for her. I think I'll just say it. Oh, yeah. Ambrosia. Um, that's a nice name. Um. So uh, if I if I hear if I like if Melvin's like oh by the way we know about this siren her name's Ambrosia I will let you know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you. Know me, Philomena, we in this. We got this. And she'll she'll even bring out her little pinky finger like you know pinky swear like okay. Oh, yes. Pinky All right. Swear. All right. Mm-hmm. It's Solid. a it's a rare opportunity to find somebody that I can discuss this with. You know, if you want to come along too, we could like Nancy drew this together, right? Hardy boys, they team up. <laughs> I think I think at that Philomena would get a little bit geeky and excited at the thought, like look around her tomes and say, well, a little applied knowledge would be a good thing. Yeah. Right? You're so smart, and I am sometimes good at lying, and <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be great, and you'll sound way more legit than I do. <laughs> I can do my best. I can try. This is going to be awesome. We're, like, totally Bonnie and Clyde, and those other ladies that drove that car uh, into the Grand Canyon or whatever that story <laughs> was, we're like them, but without the death. Thank you for adding that last part. I feel yeah. much better now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I think I can arrange that. Awesome. Let's go. It's a pretty quick walk from the Historical Society to the Judge Foundation. Now, I have to warn you, you know my history here. This might be the next time they throw me out of my ear. <laughs> they threw me out too. Well, kind of. Um, they denied me a job, and they they knew I I was in a disguise. But you know, hey, we could. Uh, I don't have a disguise in my bag. Um, I got sunglasses. You want those? <laughs> sure. Okay. Here's some sunglasses. There. They'll never know. It's like Clark Kent, right? Superman does that all the time. <laughs> Oh, goodness, yeah. Put put on the sunglasses and feel very confident in my new look. Cool. You look great. Thank you. Awesome. We are bad bitches, and we are going in. All right, in you go. Um, the front desk guy, I believe his name is Mortimer. He's the same young man as previous. He recognizes you instantly because he just saw you yesterday. Morty. And 
No, hi. Hey! Back so soon. Oh, you know, can't keep me away. All right, well, uh, where, where do you need to get to? So, I actually have, I have a meeting with Nelvin Bland in Cryptids. Who? Um, N- Nelvin? Nelvin Bland? Um, you, the name's not ringing a bell, but he could be visiting from another office or something. I don't know. Uh, your okay. path should get you into cryptids. Oh, cool. uh, who's your friend here? Oh, this is um, an amazing expert person who actually Nelvin asked me to bring along. Is there any way I can get her a guest pass? Yeah, can I see her ID? <laughs> oh gosh, um, I, I think Philomena will do a good show of looking for it. I I don't know if I have it with me. Hmm. Oh, that's that's gonna be a problem. I can't just let anybody in here without a pass, you know. Um. Hmm. How can she fake her way in? She knows that she's probably on a list somewhere that says don't let her in. So. Yeah, as you're thinking that, a rather buff, bald security man (laughs) comes around the desk and he whispers something in Mortimer's ear while making eye contact with you. Uh Uh-oh. Mortimer, his brow furrows, and then he just nods at the security man. The security man steps away. Just, uh, just give me a minute. He punches some numbers into his phone, all while maintaining eye contact with both of you. Oh boy, hope Nelvin doesn't get mad at me. <laughs> Esther, I, I may need to leave or, well, they may throw me out. Um, where is his office? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. No, I don't know. That doesn't help me. Um, while we have this very narrow window of time, Phil will look if there's anything resembling a directory posted, like, you know, so-and-so on the 13th floor, that kind of thing. Uh, can I quickly Google it? Uh, I mean, schmoogle or whatever we called it. Uh, goggle. <laughs> goggle it on my phone. Uh, that's gonna... I don't think the Judge Foundation would just post that <laughs> yeah, I didn't anywhere. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and say no. If you want to try and like hack their directory, that would be a hard computer use because you're doing it from your phone. Okay. Um, I don't think I would have like a rando ID in my bag or anything. Mortimer's covering his mouth over the receiver so you can't see what he's saying. Morty. Ugh. He gets a pretty surprised look on his face. He just, oh, oh yeah, yes, ma'am, of, of course. He hangs it up, and then he prints off two guest badges. What? And hands them across to both of you. Thank you, Mortimer. Uh, in- Indira said hello. Oh, my good friend Indira. Thank you so much, Mortimer. You have a wonderful day, and to you as well, other security guard person human. Thank you, Mortimer. He, it's... It's his turn to give you guys the finger eyes gesture. <laughs> hmm. That seems aggressive. So you swipe through security, get into the elevator, and you do the little scan thing, and it takes you to cryptids. Um, 
Nelvin, do you want to describe what your lab looks like? Yeah. Uh, so Nelvin's lab, it is a lot of a mess. There are buckets that look like they have dried blood on them. There are a lot of jars with things inside them, papers everywhere. He has a, an old Game Boy Color sitting on top of his desk. He he's just he has a lot of mess everywhere, but it's organized mess. And also there is a little basket that says to do, and it is it's very high. There's at least a hundred different requests in there, just pieces of paper. And then his out uh, there are two pieces of paper. <laughs> and he is stressed. Mm-hmm. Very visual reminder. It doesn't help. Um. <laughs> Uh, cool. Knock knock. <laughs> uh, is this a is this a Mr. Bland's office? Um, Mr. Bland? <laughs> no one's really called me that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Uh, great. Uh, great. Are Melvin, you, are you big here fan. for uh, the vampires? Are oh. are am I a vampire? Um, are you? No. No. Okay, good. Uh, are you here to pick up the vampires? No. We oh, actually... thank God, because they're all dead. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay. Uh, um, well, you know, what's what's done is done. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm it's another day in cryptids. Yeah, I'm sure it's kind of good we don't have those running around. I was actually curious. I mm-hmm. heard... You might know something about sirens. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I take care of a lot of the sirens. Um, you like you know, take care of like I just go in there and I I hand out food and so we'll have a we'll have a conversation, you know, that kind of thing. Sometimes they'll try to eat me, but you know, it's just that's just sirens. Yeah, live, laugh, love, right? Um, oh, I've never heard of that before. You know, it's great. Uh, they're great on kitchen signs. Um, hmm. So uh, that's cool. What's uh, mm-hmm. what's it like with the sirens? You know, I know you said they try and eat you. Do they like sing or anything? They used to. It was nice, but they they kind of stopped. Um, well, you know, like some are some are pretty big. Like you uh. You know what a great blue whale is? Um, I'm gonna assume it's like a really big whale. Yeah, so like they're bigger than that. Whoa. Yeah, and then they just like, it's like a joke. Sometimes they'll, they'll take me to like another world or something. They'll, they'll just try to like eat me. But then I, I come back. It's fine. Wait, they just like, they just like take you on a road trip or like an ocean trip? Yeah, they think it's funny, because I scream most of the way. Oh, okay. Yeah, and throw up. Oh. Yeah, it's scary. I I, I bet. Uh, so it's a whole lot of sea woman. Um, what, what do you need to know about sirens? Um, I am researching them, mm-hmm. and, you know, I just, like, thought I'd ask the expert, right? You know, you're you're taking care of them. Oh, it's just been a few months, you know, I... I started last summer. But you know, I've been I've been hearing great things about you, Nelvin. Oh, word word travels fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing great things and people are seeing it. 
Philomena's a little bit agape at the office and this news. <laughs> um, when did they stop singing? You know what? Oh. Good question. Mm-hmm. Like, you said they uh, used to sing like two months but they, ago. How long? Like two months ago, I think maybe like August. Oh. Okay. Um, just a note: it is currently January. Oh, in game. I mean. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. What happened? Anything in particular that you think made them stop singing? Yeah, probably the part where they said, you're no fun, this isn't doing anything, and then they stopped. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I think it's that. Interesting. Okay. And this other world they take you to. Hmm. Um, How do they do that? I mean, are you just an exceptionally good swimmer and you can stay underwater a long time? I got like the suit on, you know, but... Okay. uh, uh, yeah, like you, you go there and, you know, you, you have to eat that one reed that expands in your throat so you could breathe underwater a little easier. Uh, and it's uncomfortable, but it's fine. And, uh, yeah, so they, they grab you and uh, they're laughing and they kind of, sometimes they throw you back and forth between them. Uh, and, and then uh, before you know it, <laughs> looking around, you see, like, the world is a giant iris, like an eyeball, or like... You're like riding on top of a larger form of yourself, but you're small and like you burst through the chest or like, or sometimes you're just like, you're like uh, near Hawaii. Oh, sounds like a, like a sick acid trip, man. Um, oh, I don't do drugs. No, drugs are bad. Neither do I. It's, it's company policy. You know, Sarah, Sarah's very strict on this. That don't yeah. do drugs, Nelvin, because if you're doing drugs and you look over at all the other monsters, it's going to scare you even more. And I said, all right, Miss Judge, I won't do that. Interesting. Yeah, I, I totally get that. You know what? That's a good policy. You're already looking at monsters. Why make it worse? <laughs> did, did, uh, did Sarah send you? Um, yes. You know, I think she's going to make a pretty good boss. Like, I know everyone's saying she's not like her mom, but, like, that's fine. Like, you you can be different. You can run a company a different way. I, I, think, uh, I think Sarah will be good. What was her mom good. like? Catherine? I never met her mom. Yeah, I never met her. Pretty strict. Um, oh, yeah. Every so often she'd be kind of nice to me, but, like, she she had to be tough because, you know you know how it is. Uh, like how it is in the 90s. It's it's kind of a dog-eat-dog world here. <laughs> yeah. You know, big shoulder pads, things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, I don't know, just like throwing this out there. Because mm-hmm. like, I feel like we're vibing right now, Nelvin. You know, all of us right now. Um, oh God, am I? I, I thought I stopped. <laughs> Can you see through me right now? Um, no, no, no. You're totally... Oh. Corporeal, whatever that word is. Um, you're you're you. Um, sorry, I thought I was vibing. Oh my god. No, no, no. You're you're cool. Uh, sorry, I, I feel like we're like all on the same page. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so like, would we be able to see the sirens? Yeah. Here's just this door over here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Philomena's eyes are just wide open at this point. Like, oh my gosh. Um, hey, Phil, it, can you roll me a history real quick? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Can you roll me a history real quick? Philomena? Yeah, you can do it at advantage. So if it fails the first time, you can roll it again. All right. Oh, man, don't even need that second time. Killing it. Um, okay, so the current boss of the Judge Foundation is Robert, who was Catherine's son, and also it's 2059 and not the 1990s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's very interesting. Don't bring any Walkmans down here or anything, because, like, the sirens hate it. Uh, oh, Philomena, what's a Walkman? Very old technology that is from about mm, 60 or so years ago. Okay, cool. Okay um, there, Miss Time Traveler. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Uh, Phil, I, I, I'm, I'm so brain dead. Uh, can you, uh, do you know what year it is? I keep, you know, it's once the new year happens, I like keep writing it wrong. It's 1991. Like, come on. Alright. Everyone cover their ears, because as I open this up, you're gonna bleed from your nose and your eyes a little bit, but then you'll you'll be okay. I I feel like we should like not read this weird shit. Is it this key? No. Um this key? No. That might be very bad, Esther. Okay. 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 Um this key. Actually, let's hold off on that. I just realized I'm allergic to shellfish. Oh, that, that, you'll die down there. Yeah, so I probably shouldn't. Yeah, you know. Melvin, you've already swiped your badge um, where this door usually is, and everyone here hears a compressing sound. There's like a vacuum muted beyond the wall. There's a soft chunk as the panel in front of you shifts backwards and slides open like an elevator, and then there is an inner set of doors that open slowly after. The outer walls are slick, and it drags the smell of brine into the cryptid's lab as water spills out around the soles of your shoes. Oh. But it looks like a pretty clean elevator otherwise. Oh. Well. Oh, I'm bleeding again. This is the worst. Uh, oh. Um, Esther? Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um... Uh, Nelvin, uh, do you have, like, any papers or, like, any research that you have on the sirens? Like, I really want to do this, like, job well, so, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, here, I'll get... Don't worry about paper. And I I rummage in my desk, and I pull out this floppy disk, and I hand it over. There's all sorts of research on that, bad boy. Okay. Radical. Anything that could have possibly been used to work this thing is so out of date yeah. and has probably decayed substantially. Except so for the computer on Nelvin's desk. <laughs> <laughs> I keep asking for an upgrade, but, you know. So, uh, cool. Nelvin, mm-hmm. could I borrow your computer, please? Um, last time Sebi tried using it, he got electrocuted, but yeah. Wow. Maybe Sebi just did it wrong. 
You want to know a secret about... So listen, you, you're all in the Judge Foundation. I feel like it's safe enough to say this. Oh, right, right, of course. I know a secret about Sebi. <gasps> What's the secret? He's a time traveler. He's a what? Oh, He's a time traveler. A time traveler? What? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, he's, he's Robert's kid, and he's way too old to be Robert's kid. Wow. But he knows all this stuff. He looks kind of not really like the family, but enough. You know, like I... And, and everything he says checks out, but... There's no way he's he's from this time. Interesting. I have a secret, too. Yeah? I'm a time traveler. Ah, oh, shit. All right, um, fill out this form, please. <laughs> okay, can do. <laughs> do you get a lot of time travelers here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there's honestly, there's a lot of people. So you get a lot of traffic. You get like dead gods, um, just people from different worlds. It's always through here. It's really annoying because I have to get all their paperwork because they they push that responsibility on me, and it's it's just it's, it's frustrating. The last guy killed all the vampires. <laughs> mm, killed them all. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Gave me a necklace, though, but I don't know where I put it. I think I lost it already. Do you have a a record, a, like a sign-in sheet or something? Yeah. Oh, so smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's all here, written in um, mandatory deep speech. Cool. So be sure to sign it with that. Look at that. Okay. Um, you know, I only know a hamster that speaks that. Uh, <laughs> you should so, be careful. That thing will eat you. Yeah. We have a whole bunch of those. It's they, definitely tried. Um, I think Philomena just looks at <laughs> Esther like you have a hamster that. It's not my, it's not my hamster. Um, <laughs> okay. And so, you know what? I'm going to fill out this, like, time traveler form. Could I also, while I'm doing that, just, like, pop this floppy in that computery? Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. I want to make sure to tell your boss the great job you're doing. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a vacation day. Uh, so Esther's going to go over to the computer you know, as a historian, Philomena is just like really fascinated by this. This is like, wow, that's some ancient tech, you know? It's uh, wow, <laughs> being a time traveler, <laughs> haven't seen one of these in a while. <laughs> um, that's fair. Cool. So, tur gonna turn it on. Uh, okay. <laughs> um,. I'm going to roll some dice and we'll see what happens. <laughs> this is fine, I'm sure. It boots on, but it takes a lot. Wow, it's, it's loud. Yeah, that, that'll happen. Loud? Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> um, so, Melvin. Um, so, like, it's just like 1991? Yeah. What how, year is it for you? Significantly later. Um, how long has it been 1991 for you? Like, 
a couple months. Okay, cool, 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 cool. How, how, it's just, what? Oh, oh. I'm probably time traveler stuff, huh? Uh, yeah, timey-wimey, am I right? <laughs> um, out of curiosity, by the way, uh, Nelvin, how many sirens are there? Um, we don't have that kind of information, but currently, I don't know, like, anywhere from like 20 to 40 come visit us we don't uh, just to clarify we don't have sirens sirens allow us to go down there it's if you go down there and like you make a funny face or something like just just be very polite that's all i say yeah yeah um cool uh, do computers normally take this long? <laughs> um, this one is like it's loading. ancient. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, that's loading. Okay. <laughs> so they come visit you. How often do they come visit? Usually, the, it's like at least a few a day for sure. Like if we go down there, the, there will be one. And like, you know, like we might run into uh, like there's um, Ariadne, uh, Yui. There's a uh, Zala, like they're, uh, you know, like they're they're all people, right? So it's just like, you know, it's it's just wherever they 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 like to go back home every once in a while and reminisce, and that's often when they they pop by and usually harass me. Have you have you met one named Ambrosia? Oh, have I? Uh, roll. Gosh, Cryptids? roll an intelligence check. Okay. <laughs> oh. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but the number is good. <laughs> nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, Ambrosia? No, uh, do you know, like, the patterns or markings or... So would would there be any record in any of Jack's notes about what Ambrosia looked like? Or, you know, paintings, lockets, um, or something that he had? You did have a photo of their like wedding day mm-hmm. she was a young black lady with very lovely curly hair and glasses and she looked very bookish okay all right um so i'll i'll start trying to describe a, a human of about that appearance um would that help in any way um no yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> not anymore <laughs> so like you know how we look like hairless monkeys. Like, they lose most of the human bits. Like, they kind of look a little humanoid. But, like, you're not going to have a lot of similarities. Also, they don't remember most of their past. Sometimes some of them do, but, like, a lot of them kind of just embrace the the siren ways. They keep telling me they said... Em- embrace the chaos or something? I, I have no idea what they're talking about, though. I'm like, listen, I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna load up my Game Boy Color, and I'm gonna get this <laughs> rolling. Sebi gave that to me. It was the one gift I've ever received here at the, the Judge Foundation. That is an atrocity. You deserve many gifts. Yeah, thanks. I just, I can't get batteries for it. That's the only problem. So I'm, I I think today's the day. Ah. But hey, you know what? If you're looking for for an, am- an ambrosia, mm-hmm. um, it, you might as well go down there because if nobody goes in that elevator, uh, they're going to send up people that are just going to drag us down there anyways. Oh. The, the door locked when it opened. 
oh, okay. Um, just one other thing. I was like hearing this rumor about mm-hmm. sirens and mm-hmm. the awakening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Does that yeah. sound familiar? Well, I can mean like uh, actually here. Let me roll cryptids because I don't know the exact lore of this world before I just start bullshitting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, you couldn't say for sure what they're doing, but you know that they like they like to sing in bursts. Mm. But any other information beyond that, the researchers down at the base might have that info. You said they like to sing in bursts? Yeah, so yeah. they'll go for like a week and then they'll stop for a bit and then they'll start up again and then they'll stop for a bit, kind of um. an on and off cycle. So, like, sirens have, like, these concerts they do all the time. It's like <laughs> underwater jam-out sessions, you know? Sick. And uh, they they usually, it's it's weird schedules. Their whole sense of time is off, but uh, they, they don't sing all the time. It's, like, specific times they like singing. They often like singing together. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and if it's, if it's an awakening, maybe it's just a siren, like, it's a person turning into a siren. I don't know. Maybe that's that's kind of like a oh uh, throwing a guess out there. But <sighs> okay, they're yeah. they're starting to send security. We should okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do you have earplugs or anything we can like pop in these old eardrums? We used to use them, but then people's uh, heads started exploding. You need to depressurize. Okay. Um, so cool. here's yeah, some gum. Eat. I got some uh, Wrigley's. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Chew this, uh, and then like just while you're going down there, just scream because um, for one, no one can hear you, and uh, for two, it's it's gonna hurt. Just just this good existential scream. Got it. Okay. okay I do cool. it every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Even you when do. I'm not in the elevator. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Okay. Well, I guess um, we're going to go meet us uh, some sirens. All right. Oh, it, was, it was a pleasure meeting you. It was and so then, nice meeting you. Tell, tell Sarah I said hi. Okay. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Philomena's mind is a bit blown at the thought. Like, after all that research and all that theoretical, there's sirens? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she's in nerd. Yeah. She's in nerd. I would say heaven, but I think there's a little bit more anxiety wrapped up in it than that. Um, I don't know if they like flash photography. <laughs> if you want to get a picture with them. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't thinking my game was going to go this way. I mean, real excited, but also, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's normally very quiet down in the basement. So this is a departure for me. I'm not complaining. I've been wanting to get in here for a long time, so thank you very much for making it possible. But, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got to be polite. <laughs> I'm going to try and be on my best behavior. <laughs> be like when I see my grandma. <laughs> All right, Nelvin toddles off to go do other things for a bit. You're not sure what. And you step into this elevator. The doors slide shut and the elevator pressurizes as it seals closed. And there's a small screen that turns on in the wall showing a bright, clean science lab. 
a tallish woman in a white lab coat with her reddish-orange hair in a bun turns towards the camera. Hello, and welcome to the Judge Foundation's Deep Sea Expedition. Before we descend fully to our base, please take the pills below. A drawer pops open below the screen with some small paper cups, and some have water, and some have capsules. Oh, okay. Okay. Down, Sitting down more than three miles down in the abyssopelagic zone of the Marianas Trench, humans aren't built to survive down here, and we need every advantage we can get. Oh, good point. Cool. Exploding heads make sense now. Yeah. <laughs> While we descend, you may notice a slight popping sensation in your ears. Don't worry, this is perfectly normal. If you experience more intense sensations, such as ruptured eardrums or the implosion of your internal organs, please seek medical attention immediately. Says it with a smile. <laughs> I just kind of look at Esther like, what did I just hear? <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, she's so friendly. Yeah, cool. Whew. So we gotta be polite. She's like just stuffing the gum in her mouth. Just be like, okay, I gotta be polite. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I guess I could just like compliment them. I don't know. I don't know what you do with sirens. Um, I, I, this is my first time too, so we'll figure it out together. Um, hmm. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Nancy Drews. Yep. Yep. That's us. Yep. <laughs> do we need to be rolling some resilience while you guys are psyching no, yourselves up? It's just like we got this. We can do it. Yeah. I got just I just like doing some stretches. I got okay. just like got this. I got through a dissertation. I can do this. Oh yeah, this is this is an elevator you can't feel moving. Right. Like you have to just trust that it is. You know, anxiety not an unfamiliar feeling for me. I can I, I got there you this. Go. We got this, yeah. We're like stone cold siren speakers whispers <laughs> sure so the woman on screen reviews a file that another scientist ostensibly hands her before she looks up at the camera again where we're headed you'll get the chance to work with cutting-edge technology and frontiers that continue to challenge our ingenuity and determination during your time here there are several safety measures in place to keep you safe and productive Due to the pressurization and oxygen within the base, absolutely no smoking is allowed at any time. In the unlikely event of a hull breach, please make your way calmly and quickly to the nearest airlocked area. Most importantly, should you make contact with the subjects in any way, it is vital to you and the rest of the base that you conduct yourself as politely and carefully as possible. Mm. There is a low ding sound oh. and apparently you've stopped though there's really no momentum to tell you one way or the other and the scientist on the screen turns to look at the elevator door and then looks back at you well looks like we're here we hope you enjoy your stay and welcome to serena deep and the doors open up i need to move you guys now to a different map oh so this is there's some concept art here of a sea base just to give you kind of an idea of what you're twerking with. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you scroll down a little bit, there's more of a detailed map of where you come in. There is this little blue elevator patch. That's where it stops. There's a long hallway. Um, most of every wall is, uh, it looks like glass. The chances that it is some sort of highly scienced up acrylic mm -hmm. is very high 
Um, beyond the walls, though, it is so dark that it feels like you just walked into a basement again. So I guess you're feeling kind of at home. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I got this. Yeah, this is like totally your jam. Yeah. You know, I, I love a dark place too, you know? Just like me, me and my computers. It helps with the concentration I've found yeah. to not have a window to look out and be distracted by. So this, yeah. Yeah, who needs outside, am I right? Right. Inside kids forever. Yep. Uh, cool. Uh, so this is not scary, is what I'm going to say about that. Um, let's see if we can snoop. So I'm going to need a scientist name if you guys want to name an NPC for me. Um, hmm. Dr. Trunks. <laughs> Does Dr. Trunks have a first name? Um... His first name is Sam. All right, what's Dr. Sam look like? Um, Dr. Sam looks like he's got brown hair and it's like a little swoopy, you know, just like a very like it's a little longish and he um is tall, very tall, very um statuesque one might say and you know he uh has like a very friendly face like somebody you would you know would call you by your name and like know who you are all right so this how old is he like i would say middle-aged ish yeah he's middle-aged all right, so you guys come out of the elevator, and he seems to be waiting for you at the end of the hallway before you get to a sort of central hub. Oh, so you guys were holding up the elevator. So sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. We just wanted to make sure it wasn't broken again, because that's kind of kind of our lifeline down here, you know? Totally got it. <laughs> um, yeah, we were just like, <laughs> you know, we were like real nervous about, you know, being down here. We're very excited. Oh, first time, huh? Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, my name is Sam. Um, I'm one of the head researchers down here. Uh, got my degree in oceanography and then... A little bit of cryptid studies. Ooh. And uh yeah, who who do I whom do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Oh, uh, my name is Dolly and this is my friend Phil. Hi, nice to meet you. A pleasure. Thank you so much. This is wonderful. Yeah, 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 of course. So what brings you down here today? Well, um, we're doing a research project on sirens oh. and like our boss is like really on our case about this. And so I was curious, like uh, I heard the sirens don't sing. That's like what Nel our friend Nelvin was telling us. Um, no, they definitely do. Uh, it was a little complicated. Gosh. Okay. Let, follow me. Let's walk. I'll walk you to our little, sure, sure, our little research area of operations. I guess, as it were, I can show you some stuff. Gosh, Nelvin, that poor kid. He still thinks it's 1991. Yeah, that was um, weird. Yeah. His concept of time is a little screwed up. Like, I honestly could not tell you when he started working here. He's just immortal. <laughs> 
He just kind of shrugs. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, all right, so first things first, I'm going to run you through the charts that we've got just to familiarize yourself with where you're currently sitting. Awesome. So this is uh, technically Mach 4 of the research base, the Serena Deep research base. Do you guys know anything about the Marianas Trench? It's really deep, right? It's like <laughs> super, super deep. I mean, it's the deepest point on the planet, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're actually at the third deepest point currently. Uh, this used to be known as the HMRG deep, oh. but we've since switched. So he points out a little handy map that looks very similar to this of what the uh, zones of the ocean are. Hmm. And there's a little friendly bright red you are here star somewhere just outside of the Hadal zone, which is the deepest part of the trenches. So you're sitting in the abyss. Oh. Yeah, you know, for context, like, not to freak you out. I don't don't worry about it. You're safe here. Everything's perfectly safe here. Sure. Um, we're uh, actually deeper than Everest right now, is tall. Wow. Yeah. Haven't hit rock bottom yet. <laughs> uh, we're not sure where that bottom is, honestly. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Cool, cool. <laughs> mm. um, wow, that's deep. Uh, so, are like the, like, this is like the chill zone for the sirens? Like, this is like their area? Are they like deeper? So, that's hard to say because every time we try and get a tag on them to kind of geotrack them and see if we can't get further down. Yeah. Um, they don't like being pierced, which totally understandable. Yeah. We tried to do one, gave her an earring, which she promptly traded for some sort of shell. Mm. I, I get it. The yeah, trackers were not her, yeah. appealing, you know? Um, and then she smashed a base. Ooh, okay. That was iteration two. Uh, so we haven't tried that again. Yeah, just out of sense. politeness and like every time we try and give him jewelry or something one the jewelry has to be absurdly huge makes sense yeah which is like impractical mm -hmm. honestly yeah two their styles are gosh they're fickle they're fickle creatures well you know good for them right <laughs> you yeah. like what you like really. yeah like you know it's just like you're you're giant but, women like it's you know in the ocean like whew. Yeah, we actually, uh, here, we, we had somebody draw something up. Um, oh. Just disclaimer for the podcast, we did not have somebody draw this up. We found this on the internet. And <laughs> the art that is shared will be given proper credit, of course. Oh. Wow. So this is like an artist's rendition of like a sub-adult. This is not a full-grown one. Oh, uh, even full-grown wow. And he's being real nice with how pretty he made her. Uh, That's not usually the case? No, they're terrifying is a great word for it. Oh. Um, and they have magic and a lot of teeth. Ooh, a lot of teeth. The teeth are very pointy. Anyway, the point being, we should be able to track them here because, you know, they're huge. Uh, but we can't. We can follow them to a certain point with our little subs and... They sometimes think those are toys, and the farthest that we've ever gotten was pretty far down in those trenches. So there's really no telling what they're doing down there, and every time we get too close, they get really territorial. 
Have you have you heard like um like anything called a, an awakening? That's what our research is about. Interesting. What do you think they're waking up? I don't know, you know? I don't know if we were theorizing and maybe be like a new siren of some sort. Hmm. Maybe. Or... I don't know what they'd be doing down here for that, but no. we're also not entirely sure where they come from. There's a, a pretty wide theory that they're not actually from this reality, and I'd say a lot of our research shows that because, like, our ocean system would be completely devastated if these things lived here for too long. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nelda was talking about that, then taking them on some trips or something. Oh, <laughs> that poor kid. Yeah. Uh, he's the only one that can feed them with any sort of, like, reliability, and we try to keep a good rapport with them. Yeah. He's, a, he's a, He always, like, hangs in there. He's, yeah, like, tough he's as a, nails, honestly. Yeah, he's a trooper, you know? There ever was one. Is there... Like, I totally heard, like, we gotta, like, if we meet a siren, we gotta be super polite. Any other, like, little tidbits you can give us? Uh, don't go out there. Don't, don't go out there. Yeah, don't go out. Because, one, you'll implode. Like, instantly. Like, guts out your butt in about four seconds, if Mm, that. Yeah, makes sense, yeah. It'll be quick, which is good if you're gonna die, but uh, we don't want that for you. No, 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 no. Let me let me show you this video that we took, and then I can take you over to our observation platform, and maybe one of them will be up and about around there. Oh, okay. We, they usually like pop by every so often to just keep an eye on us, which is kind of creepy because we're trying to keep an eye on them. You know, like who <laughs> watches who? the watcher? <laughs> yeah, mutual. <laughs> cool. And, and also, this might help give you a, a better idea of what you're looking at instead of just shoving you right in front of them and then panicking and then getting the base smashed which it's fine we got we run safety drills when i'm awake when i'm asleep Uh uh you know all all the time yeah totally get it and this is all state-of-the-art fiberglass so it's it's not going nowhere nice (laughs) so anyway um here we go so he swings a couple of wheelie chairs over to you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. And he types into the computer, and it looks like some roverish sort of footage pops up. So it's almost like you're looking at Mars. It is pitch black, except right in front of the camera where some infrared lights are shining. Um, he he leans over and he says, "We use we use infrared so we don't disturb." whatever's down there. You know, they can't see that spectrum of light, but we need to be able to see them. Right. And this doesn't go very far at all before it's just swallowed by the ink that's around everything else at this level. And you get the sensation of something kind of toddling along, like putt, putt, putting, doing its thing. And you catch a very large shape move very quickly in front of this thing just outside the line of the infrared light. Hmm. Um, It looks a lot like a dolphin tail in shape anyway. And it's out of view almost as quick as you see it. And he just points and he's like, yeah, that's one of them. That's the one that we're tailing. Okay. And we took this, gosh, when did we take this? Like six months ago was when we lost this one. So... Okay, no, okay. it had to be 
longer than that because that was the time that we had to rebuild. Anyway, just watch where it's going here because it's about to dip down. And just as he says that, the bottom of the trench that it was following drops again. And this time, beyond the infrared, there is a very, very faint bioluminescent green glow Hmm. that starts picking up along this track that drops downwards. And you can see more of this gigantic shape moving ahead of you as it follows down wherever this is headed. The bioluminescence seems like it's coming from some of the rocks. Like maybe it's some sort of particle that attaches to it. And he points that out and he's like, yeah, we've not been able to get a sample. Obviously, we couldn't retrieve this guy, but we're trying to find out where he was when. Uh, Well, you'll see. Yeah. And it keeps going down and down and down. And you can see a pressure reading and there's, um, I don't know if you would call it a barometer or like an elevation tracker of some sort. There's Mm -hmm. a sonar ping that keeps dragging even further beyond where this supposed deepest point in the Serena Deep is. And it opens up this trench that you were following. It opens up further into formations that look oddly doorway-like and it's almost like there's a wall and there are ports that lead into this wall area and it isn't just a rock formation because it's curved slightly almost deliberately hmm huh okay interesting and the rover tries to go up a bit so we can get a, a more of a vantage of this. And the bioluminescent glow is on pretty much every surface. And as it moves up, it almost looks like there's a city down here. Whoa. Like an ancient city that had been swallowed. So if you're thinking Atlantis, you're probably not too far off. And you can see several siren figures, several black shadows that are just absolutely gigantic moving over it almost like it's their airspace and as soon as the rover reaches a certain point you see this huge mound in the center of this sunken city you get the very barest glimpse of that before a tail comes in and smacks the rover the video goes to static and then that's it oh yeah, that's, uh, that's all we retrieved. Wow. Given Phil's background, would there be anything in the visuals that would particularly stand out to her um, in this city, this apparent city, from that little glimpse before the camera, you know, got destroyed? Sure, let's roll an archaeology and find out. Archaeology, let's see. Oh, dang. Whoa! You are seven. <laughs> so it kind of reminds you of the Port of Alexandria, where you've seen images of some of the sunken buildings that were there. Mm-hmm. If you could try and date it, it's a lot older than that. But the dwellings are kind of similar. The rock blockings are yeah. sort of similar. That looks... It looks like something I've seen before, but so much older. 
Yeah. It's definitely looking uh, a lot older than 1991, right? <laughs> oh, much older than that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we haven't been able to find it again. Otherwise, we would try to get some samples and try to date it. But every time we try to get too close, that's when they freak out and destroy the base. So we've uh, we've had to kind of back that off and try and do things from, you know, like the 3,000 foot view rather than the, the 10 foot in front of your face view. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are they like, are they just kind of like real, do they like, are they protecting something or are they just kind of like, get out of here, you annoying jerks, science jerks? <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard to say, like they could be just territorial by nature, but given how communal they seem to be, I'm not sure if that's the case. I don't know if they're protecting themselves or each other or that city for whatever reason, but they don't let anything or anyone get too close. Interesting. Phil's just making a ton of notes in a little notebook that she pulled out from her bag. You know, she's just jot, 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 jot. This has been very fascinating. This is so helpful. Thank you so much for this. You know, yeah. I, I would say kind of, I don't know, just like a little question off the cuff. Um, what is, what do you like about the sirens? What are you, why are you here? Oh man, they're fascinating. Fascinating. And I'm not saying that because I've heard their song a thousand times and I'm enamored because, I mean, I was before I even heard them anyway, but uh, we have to, part of the drugs that you took to get down here mm-hmm. as well as protecting you from pressurization and all that uh, it's kind of a numbing effect to that okay. anyway uh, they're interesting because we suspect that they at least somehow one method of reproduction for them involves hmm, I don't want to call it magic because like obviously there's something going on there that we just don't understand and that's mm-hmm. just kind of what magic is it's just science hasn't caught up yet you know uh, but Part of it could be a transformation from human into one of these things. And if that's how that works, their biology has to be fascinating. On the flip side, if they are truly just outer beings, uh, we don't want to make them mad. We want to understand what it is that they want. And we want to make sure that we can work with them hospitably. And some of them seem really amenable to that. Subject A, she's at least tolerant of us. She's the one that we see the most frequently over at the observation area. She'll come up and oh, they, look around. Oh, they, they, don't, they don't have names? Well, I don't... We don't want to assume that all sirens are women, you know? So we oh, don't want to, like, okay. gender them inappropriately. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense, yeah. Just what makes you suppose there's a possibility that they're transforming from human into siren? Well, there's that old legend, like, part of the myth is that like the little mermaid if you remember that part of that comes from swallowing a certain amount of flotsam after having been cursed somehow mm-hmm. and that's what transformed me back into part of the ocean and I don't know how else to explain it aside from we've god I'm I'm technically not even supposed to tell you this that's okay we won't we won't divulge this totally oh off gosh. the record yeah totally off the record in some of the earlier days when we were a little more reckless in what we were doing and we spent time in more manned vehicles, some of our researchers 
may have mishandled some of the material that we had gathered. Oh. Um, sometimes the sirens will bring us little gifts, like little shells or combs, which especially we are careful on those. But they might have mishandled it. And then when one of these manned machines malfunctions and they die, they start to actually transform because they come back from their drowned state, I guess, uh-huh. with CPR. And we've seen one case of that where the it's not a parasite, but for lack of a better word, the host made it past the initial drowning stage. And then, you know, she tried killing everybody. Wow. So we had to, like, release her back into the wild, you know? Yeah. Oof. And uh, yeah. I know, I, you know, still off the record, I know you mentioned that you, you had to rebuild the facility. That must have yeah, been before times. my time. What happened? Oh, uh, you know, we just... The first time we were invaders and they weren't happy about that. Mm-hmm. I get it. Totally understand. They didn't get our intention. Second time, the rover got too close. And then the third time was only partial, but it was enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Okay. How long ago was that, the, the mishandling situation? Oh, gosh. That was a while ago. Let's see. We were only really able to get back down here. To this depth, really? Maybe about 30 years ago? Okay. Oh. So not that long, but definitely before my time, because I was like 10. Right, right. Okay. So I guess that would have been just somewhere right right around when Robert took over. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Explains Nelvin a little bit more. Um... Yeah, this project's been around for a while. I mean, the base, not so much, obviously. Yeah, yeah. uh, As far as I know, the Judge Foundation has been incredibly interested in sirens since probably the the founding of it. Yeah. They've been funding research, at least since Gennaro, and he was their second. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Do do, do we we meet one? Can, Can we? Yeah, I mean that's up to you. Oh. And if they're over there. Okay. Um, so they just like chill chill over there? No, nah, they kinda come and go. They have their own agendas and all that. Oh, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. they're there, they're there. Dude. If they're there, you don't usually know until they blink, and that's uh let me tell you, you're uh you oh. pucker up. Understandable. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um do you want to go see if there's any friends, Phil? Yes. You guys are brave. I love that. Well, you know what? <sighs> she's been thrown out of this place so many times, and now <laughs> she's in it, and she's thinking, what am I ever going to get this chance again? Yeah. You know? Don't toss that aside. Follow me. Uh, if you feel nauseous or faint, we'll be here. You're not going to be alone. We'll get you back up top in a, a safe manner so you don't get the bends that kills you ah yes don't want those (laughs) we got you don't even worry and he wheels around in his chair and starts leading the way back towards that hub and then he takes a left and heads up to this it's a i guess it is kind of octagonal shaped area that is entirely fiberglass so you see all the way around um 
And it is dark. There is a really soft glow outside of this, as far as they can get soft light to penetrate. You knew you were down this far in the ocean before, but sitting here in this observation point that's overhanging and separate from everything else, it is very apparent just how far down you are, how much water is not just on top of you, but is around you on the sides, every side. It's just pitch black water. We are just in this, aren't we? <laughs> we sure are. Cool. All right, let's roll some luck. Let's uh, let's get lucky. <laughs> oh, I have bad luck. <laughs> oh no. It's not the worst luck we've gotten, Dad. <laughs> Surprisingly. Oh, look at oh. that. All right. So it doesn't take you all that long standing there for the water to move in an interesting way just beyond where the light is penetrating. And it's a ripple that goes and goes and goes. And it takes a while before it finally stops. And it it actually, there's a, a kick of water at the end of it. And it looks like it's turning around. And finally... Something approaches from directly in front of you. It comes up really fast, and suddenly you are just eye to eye with this thing. You're standing there. Uh, you are maybe the size of its eye. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, it's really inky. It's like an oil slick. Like it was clearly made to be down this far. Cool. Uh, hi. Uh, okay. Roll a power check for me. <laughs> both, both of us are just her. Uh, both of you. Let's see what happens. <laughs> well, at least one of us did it. <laughs> it balances out the luck. <laughs> All right, Philomena, you get a, a sort of, there's a mental click, and you don't hear the word high so much as you feel feel the intention of the high she just soaks that in and just says hello back nice to meet you you um i'm not gonna make you keep rolling for this right actually yeah i am i am gonna make (laughs) us do that why not we'll make it fun so it's just gonna be power checks okay um if either of you wants to try and communicate with this thing all right nice um you get uh, in the pit of your stomach, there's a hungry feeling. It's not threatening. It's just saying, I could eat. Hmm. They're hungry. Oh, they're hungry. Yeah. Just, you know, awesome. you, you know when, you know, you could nosh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could, you know, I could have a, I could have a turkey sandwich right now. Yeah. That's kind of how it feels. I'm going to say, uh, it's nice to, it's nice to meet you. I'll fail, but yeah, of course. <laughs> You're just saying this loudly. <laughs> You're trying real hard. <laughs> it's like, bless your heart, you know? <laughs> um, hmm. All right, Philomena, you get um, kind of an inquiring feeling, a what do you want, but gentler. Right. If there's a curiosity about what you two are doing here. Um. We want to understand, to learn. Uh, go ahead and roll power. 
Oh, I guess that wasn't a good answer. Ah, no. If she had an eyebrow, it would be quirking like she didn't understand. Um, hmm. Okay. That didn't translate well. Um, hmm. How do... Esther, I need ideas. Oh, um, are they asking us something? Uh, they kind of want to know... Not in a bad way, but they kind of want to know why we're here. Oh, um, we're big fans. Oh, flattery is charging this thing's batteries. You get <laughs> like a preening feeling. Nice. That's it. That's it. Yes. What do you ask a siren? Oh, I'm so nervous. I know, right? Um. <sighs> oh gosh, I I feel like um I've had questions all my life, and now they've left me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel. I just feel like I have to keep comp- complimenting them. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Right, right. I've heard so many great things, and I really just had to meet you all. I don't know. Right. (laughs) Yeah, she's still like, okay. Is it rude to ask her name, or their name, or his name? I don't know. Um, oh, oh, this is, uh, with my clients, we do like a little bit of role playing, where it's kind of like... I they play the submissive and I'm the dominant. We'll go that route. Uh, okay, I'm usually the dominant. Um, so for uh, would you um gra- grace us with your uh beautiful name? You get a very strong sense that they're trying to like piece it together, but there's a language barrier. But you get the letter A. A, okay. You know what? Best letter of the alphabet. Yeah. This this siren pulls back a little bit, just out of sight of the line of light that you can see. Oh. She disappears just for a moment, and then there is a very gentle tapping on top of the observatory, of the observation deck. Look up. S- Dr. Sam pops back in and he's like, oh, she's giving you something. Oh. Here, hang on, hang on. And it's like there's like a mini airlock up top above you. And he gets a he gets a step stool out and gets up to the ceiling and does a little twisty motion with this handle that's under there. And water spills down, not an inordinate amount, not like it's gushing in, just residual water that was in this compartment before. And he pulls out this sort of bucket, and in the bucket is a large cup-shaped conch shell. Oh. Wow. Um, uh, Esther is going to curtsy <laughs> at the at the siren <laughs> I think I think Philomena will do her own you know gracious bow and say thank you all right power checks please Boop. oh <laughs> oh that's a critical oh, failure no. we both <laughs> fail <laughs> the intention did not come across um so uh Esther's thank you came across as like Gee, thanks. Uh, trash. I love trash. Ocean trash is my favorite trash. Oh, no. Oh, 
And you get a very huffy feeling in response, a very, well, if you don't like it, give it back. <laughs> it's, uh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Try to fix that a little bit, you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at speaking. I'm a, a dummy. I'm an idiot. This is beautiful. I am low. I'm a little, little dumb idiot. <laughs> Power check. <laughs> oh, look at that. Okay, yeah, this, she agrees with you. There's an agreement there. We clearly do not know siren etiquette. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am not worthy. Um, the the response feeling you get is, yeah, I know. That's mm-hmm. why I'm giving this to you. You need this. Ooh. Cool. Um, let's maybe take a closer look at that when we get back up top. I'm really curious. Um, should should we ask why? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh. 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 Beautiful one. A. <laughs> um. I'm a dummy with just two brain cells. Um, can you um, let me know what I should use this for? I'll let you roll an advantage because you flattered her and called yourself dumb. <laughs> Yay! All right, All right, yeah. There we go. <laughs> you get... Very odd mental images, and it's almost like they're seen from underwater of a sunrise and of waking up. (gasps) Oh. And then there is a very loud interruption, a very loud mental interruption that feels like it could almost be a physical response that drops you to your knees. Ah! Ah! It's it's like a hand has just grabbed the hold of the top of you and shoved you onto the ground and was like, no, you do not get to know. And Sam actually is looking really panicked and he's like, oh God, oh, oh God, we need to get out. We need to get you out of here. You, you, we have to go. We have to go now. We uh, have to go now. Okay, 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 okay. The bucket. Thank you for the talk. Um, run away. All right, um, everyone, do a dex check. Dex. Oh, my God. I'm crossing my fingers right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, nice. You both squeak in. <laughs> All right, so Sam grabs both of you, not roughly, but very, like, we gotta go. And he drags you away. It's really easy to get going and running from here, from this point, mm-hmm. and he hits some sort of alarm that's on the wall as you guys are running by it, and everything starts shaking. You can hear some s- sort of splintery cracking sounds behind you. Oh. There is a sound of water starting to crush in, and you guys make it to the elevator oh, God. with Sam in tow. Doors slam shut as klaxons sound off and it's just a crushing sound like almost like a tin can getting crushed from beyond the doors as you are jettisoned back up okay he is shaking i think it's safe to say i won't be invited back here anytime soon 
I'm gonna D8, and then we'll see how much of your resilience we lose. Okay. Oh no, fuck that. <laughs> All right, you're both losing six Whoa. right off the top. I did not mean to break your job, Sam. Uh, I'm just like messing up a lot of stuff lately. <laughs> oh, frick. Ooh. Uh, ooh, ooh. Hmm. Yeah, Sam is quite pale. Sam? Sam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Just focus on focus on me. Focus on me. You know, communicating with very different entities, it wasn't necessarily going to go perfectly. It's, you know, things happen. But focus. Yeah, what uh What'd you guys say? Just curious. I I just want to know. Um <sighs> just just complimented. Yeah, and and she told us we needed this, but I don't know why. And then she decided that I guess it was conf- mm. Some, or something decided we weren't allowed to know. Right, like it didn't. Oh. It didn't want us to know. <sighs> okay, uh, so there is there are other sirens down there. So A is usually pretty all right. Um, <gasps> but somebody disagreed are- with this present. I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they like that at all. But you know what? We got it. Yeah. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um Oh god, there's going to be so much paperwork. And you know, Philomena empathizes a little bit from one scholar to another like, yeah, I don't envy that, but well, everybody who else was down there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um we had a, a lot of researchers down there. I mean, not a lot. There was like 10 or 15 of us. I hope they made it out. I'm sure they did, Sam. You know, everything is like blocked off with airlocks. So, you know, if one area gets depressurized, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What Miss Frizzle said. Um, That's why you do drills, right? That's why you do the drills. Man, I'm rolling too well. I really want him to have a breakdown, but he's just not. You guys are helping keep him calm, Mish. You know, I've had to deal with um, a- anxiety, uh, you know, as a student, as a researcher. I understand. So, you know. You know what? I'm a lifelong uh, fuck up. And, <laughs> you know, it's, we're going to, you just, it's good. We're going to be fine. It's going to be a-okay. You, you know? know what? You you didn't fuck up. You didn't fuck up. It was going very well. It was going really well. Just somebody else had their own opinion. Yeah. You I know? Just, I, I didn't want to make anybody angry. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it was you. I don't think it had anything to do with us. I think it was just, you know, there are two sirens that had a disagreement about how to handle that conversation. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. You guys are okay though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just uh, I gotta I gotta You got you got a little bit of ear blood. Oh. You know, just it's alright. I'm like I already missed some part of the ear, so it's fine. <laughs> a little ear blood never hurt nobody. <laughs> the elevator doors barely open before suited security personnel sweep in and escort each of you quickly and 
not entirely gently, out of the elevator and in different directions. They drag Philomena down a corridor. Nelvin is sitting in a corner, like standing in a corner behind his ancient computer from the 1980s and just watching this happen. (laughs) And... (laughs) Oh, they broke my Funko Pop collection. (laughs) Not the Funkos. (laughs) Those were a gift. One is toppled over. One of the security staff just steps directly on its head. Oh. And he looks over at you. Of course, he's wearing sunglasses inside. So, you know, as you do. And he mm-hmm. like l- he pulls his sunglasses down so he can see and make eye contact with you. And he gives you like a really soft, sorry eyebrow kind of look. And then he carries on dragging Esther <laughs> into a, a different elevator to take her sorry, upstairs. Nelly. That's okay, I'm used to it. And they they drag you, Esther, up the elevator. They're saying nothing. Cool. It's an unpleasant ride. They haven't um, taken your bucket yet. So... You like your job? Are you trying to charm them, or are you just making <laughs> small talk? <laughs> I'm just gonna... Yeah, just trying to uh, charm them a little. Maybe you know, like when you're dealing with a like an, a cranky uh, DMV worker, and you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can get them to crack a smile at least, and I'll know this trip was worth it. <laughs> Just one of those situations. Uh, they are stoic and staunch in their job. Unfortunately, guys are real good at this. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you scare people often. <laughs> Um, hope you get good bennies. It's it's short for benefits. (laughs) (laughs) The elevator eventually dings. You're much higher up in the floors than you were previously. Uh, Lucas, what does Dr. Fabio's office look like? I recall it being like a really heavy space. Yeah, so it's very crowded. Uh, naturally but it's crowded in the sense that like you just want to clean it up it's very easy to make this a really nice open space but he's purposefully placed furniture in the areas just to, like clutter it up and the uh the chairs themselves like dr fabio's chair is amazing it's one of the best chairs that you can get with money and uh, <laughs> the other ones though are these plastic chairs that you had in school that are always really uncomfortable. Mm. And when you sit in them, it feels like somebody who was just really sweaty was sitting in them before. And it's a heavy smell of incense. And the there's a light coming in, whether it's the sunlight or the street light, there's always something. And it's coming in and it it's kind of glaring on whoever's facing towards Dr. Fabio. Mm. So I'm getting sent to the principal's office. <laughs> The security guards plop you in one of these chairs and they pick one of the ones that is deliberately made for children. So it's a lot smaller than like your average plastic chair. So you think I'm skinny. Okay, bye, best friend. One one of them actually laughs at that. He kind of chuckles. And then the other one smacks him in the lapels. Uh, like, Shh, uh, I no. saw it. Can't take it back. <laughs> uh, roll a spot hidden for me. All right. 
Nice. Beyond the glare and sitting in that very nice chair is an older gentleman with a, a mighty powerful jawline. He's just sitting there pretty casually. You know, usually Looky Lou's got to pay extra. <laughs> Give joke. me an I intelligence mean, check, please. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah, this actually makes sense because you were just down at one of the lowest points in the planet. And then all of a sudden you're back up stairs in Chicago sitting across from an bends. arguably attractive man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, uh, didn't shower before this. <laughs> and just, uh, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be <laughs> so official. <laughs> you, you didn't shower before you went to an, a deep sea base that most people don't even know exists? Uh, I mean, no well, one can blame you, but I mean, I was I was more so referencing like this kind of feels like an interview or something, you know. Uh, we could call it that, I, I suppose. Just trying to like cut the tension. <laughs> mm. Yeah. All right, Esther. I suppose we should be on a first name basis. We should be as honest with each other as possible, right? Sure, yes, I, I appreciate that. My name is Robert Judge. 